right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast uh, Sunday night here in the Kill House doing a recap of the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Uh, TC is here. I'm enthused. Great tournament this weekend. We're very excited. Uh, back from New York, coming from up north, uh, for back for an extended period of time. Here for the players, Mr. Neil Schuster. The Snowbird's back. Uh, and TC and I had a delightful day on the couch watching the uh, Went golf to the tournament. zoo this morning. Went to the zoo. Took Friday to the zoo. It's been a great day. And you know, I mistakenly called it the Arnold Palmer Invitational, but a lot of people do call it the Matt Every Invitational. And he's here to recap this past week, <laughs> Mr. Right. Matt Every. Took the weekend off to be here. It's, it's good to be here, guys. Well, I'd be remiss if we didn't start this whole show the right way by, of course, paying tribute. And I think we should all just take some time and listen to the voice of Mike Stone. Along the way, a life well lived, a life well played. Beyond the ropes, you pave the way. Now others, they share many things. And one and all, we thank the king. Thank you, Arnie. Arnie. Thank you, Arnie. That song's listening. been in my head for going on three weeks now. Thank you. Thank you. I, it's, Mr. Palmer. We, it's unbelievable. Army. I, I can't tell if it's being, if it's a serious song. If you listen to PGA Tour Radio, the commercial is on. What is the budget for this album is what I want to know. The commercial is on every single commercial break on PGA Tour Radio. So is it a label paying for it? I don't know. It can't like, be. Is that a thing? For them? Is that a thing these days? I, I don't think Mike so. MikeStone.com. Yeah, well, this, that, that is the definition of a free ad. Um all right, let's 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 go straight into Bay Hill. I think we can sit here and talk about what it looked like to play in these conditions on television, but let's turn it over to Matt. Uh, compare and contrast Bay Hill, how it played this, this year versus previous years. I think it got a little colder over the weekend. That, that does a lot of things. I mean, it makes it the course longer, the greens faster, firmer. Uh, the wind was up. The rough was – I mean, the rough was – it was worse than usual. It, 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 yeah, I mean, like that shot Bryson hit today on 18 is it is so ridiculous. I didn't I understand that I shot. Can't, I can't believe he hit that. I really can't. I don't care what it – like there's no – it looked dark green where he was. I could see if it was burnout and still it would be a, a hell of a shot. But like it just – I don't know. It was It was super hard. It was super hard. Well, we have a bunch of questions we got to get to. But first one, this, just, this made me laugh. I believe his name's Matt Ward. He just asked – or M Ward two thousand two just said, Matt, what happened there? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> first round leader. Jeez, well, right. Let's talk about the good. Can first. we say yeah. let's talk about the good? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. I had a. It was a great day for me. Um, first round sixty five on yeah, Thursday. Yep, I made a. I made a few long putts. I really didn't make any. Like I made like three bombs, but then other than that, it was. I felt awful over the putter, to be honest. Like awful. And <laughs> how does that work? It just does. Two sixty five feeling awful over the putter. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mean, mind saying I don't believe you. Just, like, how do you make well, it? I tapped in on on ten. I tapped in on twelve. I tapped. I two putted from like twelve feet on sixteen. 
It just it just flowed. Know, Everything is just, it just just hitting greens and and kind of well. A, you can feel uh, awful over it and shake them in too. Well, that's <laughs> what. But so everyone listening to this has the understanding of like playing really well one day and playing very poorly the next day and right. like not being able to figure it out. Well, what's that like for a tour pro in, in that scenario? So the, so it was the smoothest eighty three. It really was. <laughs> like I never once kind of lost my cool. I really never felt rattled, to be honest, either. I was fo- It was playing hard. It was just as windy as it was the day before, but a different direction, maybe a little colder. And, you know, you miss a couple of fairways there by two yards, and it's a penalty, um, especially going into the wind. Greens are firm, and I felt off over the putter, and it showed. Like, I didn't. I don't think I made anything. My longest putt was probably three feet, honestly, that the whole day. And... 10 I hit hit a tree it kicks backwards out of bounds 11 I'm made a I was just an idiot and tried to press one into a front flag and rinsed it and then next thing you know like shit happens and you shoot 83 but you didn't walk off feeling that different about how you played it didn't feel 18 shots worse I assume oh no no way no way (laughs) my you know my mind was different for sure I was disappointed but I didn't feel like, man, my game's lost. Like, like I've had my game lost before. I know what it's what it's like. This, it's not even close. So, how different? And I don't know how how well you remember what your mindset was like when we you came on the pod right this week, like three years ago. And how did how different is your game now compared to that time period? Uh, well, I have a lot more belief in myself now, for sure. That was a pretty open, honest, raw. I mean, I think I specifically remember a bunch of people reaching out saying, man, like that's, that was super open and honest and, yeah. and shockingly. So as far as just being lost with the driver. Yeah. It's, it is a terrible feeling. I, I, I am not even close, like, like zero out of a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it, it was, must've been therapeutic. Cause at the time you said something like, I don't want to say it, but I, like, I don't want to know if I want to call it that, but like I had like full blown driver yips. Yeah. And I've had buddies, I've had buddies that have them like now and it's tough to watch, man. And it, it, it just ruins the game because you can't get off the tee. Well, it, something you also said on that podcast, which was, I don't remember the exact quote, but somebody tweeted it at us this week of like, I don't give a fuck about missing cuts. Yeah. How did that feel? Like, do you, do you still feel the same way? A little bit. Well, a little bit. I, I would, you know, obviously in order to win, you have to make the cut. But I, I do wish I I do wish I could be a little more consistent for sure. But I just don't think I have that in me, man. I really don't. I don't think I'm made up that way. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. So I, I, it's almost like accepting it, really. Well, you gave a really interesting uh, press conference answer this week when talking about the 11 you made at Honda. And mm. For those that didn't listen, I'm wondering if you could just run that back, kind of what, how you ended up making an 11 at Honda, why you did, and sure. what, what you got out of that. Sure. Um, well, when I'm, not, when I'm swinging well, I'm on top of the ball, and, and I can, I'm pretty good with my irons when it's, when it's good. And I hit kind of a nice, a nice fade. When I'm not swinging well, the club head gets inside my hands a little, and it's just tough to fade it from there. And... Uh, so right to left wind, especially if it, there's any kind of strength in it, is a problem. Because I, in my mind, I'm still hitting cuts, even though I'm I'm not cutting it right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that because I know that's what I should do. So when we got to that hole, I think we probably had like four holes. I, I was finishing on nine, and I was way gonna miss the cut. 
and it was a back left pin, and I was trying to hit the shot just like I would hit it any other time, hold five iron back up into it, and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, but I was going to do it till I did it. Damn it! And because like, I already, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I already know I can skank one out to the right and get up and down, da- or get up and down, or not get up and down. What I'm not going to learn anything from that. Right. So you can only simulate these situations so many times. So it just took me five times. And it's <laughs> but that's like we, we can sit there and look at the shot tracker, and if you don't have the video, we can be like, oh man, every. He must have thrown his clubs in no, the lake no, and all I, that. I, I can't, I can't get fined again. So like my, I, I'm serious. So like my attitude is, has changed a little bit because I can't like, I don't think I have a anger issue at all. Like I get, I do get mad when I get mad, but it's just to, to get it out, right? Yeah. Right. It is to get it out. Why can't but you get fined again? Because I've been fined so many times. <laughs> um, What's the count at? It's a lot. I mean. It's a lot. It's One not hand, good. Two hands. Is it kind of like when when you get fined a certain amount of times? It goes up. You like so no matter what the infraction, you are in a different tax bracket when it comes. to I your think fine. it matters like the length of the throw okay. or you know <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and they, they take into yeah lifetime achievement award. You know if I'm if it's Roll the back same, clubs. if it's the same, I'm going to get my money's worth. I'm yeah, gonna throw it far. You know? but, um, clubs are going too far these days. It's it costing you more money in fines. It is. Yeah. So no, like when that that eleven happened, I was. I, I, I bet you my heart rate was the same the whole time. It, it just, I'm not worried about if I shoot 77 or 81. It's I feel I feel you there, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes that makes total sense. I feel like, do you and feel... And it's it, not me quitting either. It no, really isn't. I, it, it really isn't. It's kind of it's kind of the opposite of quitting. Right. Right? You're trying yeah, to get trying something to, out I'm of it. Tr- I am, because there, there's next week, and this week's done. It sucks that it's done, but it is. Because I feel... Like where you how you're 32, 33? 36. I'm not even close. Um, I feel like <laughs> at this point in your career, uh, I was listening back to our episode and you said you were 33. That's why, made, uh, that's why I had that in my head. But you, I feel like in this point in your career, especially you've seen so much, you've experienced so much that it's not life or death on a week to week basis. And, uh, and nothing surprises me anymore. Right. Like no, nothing surprises me anymore. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Can we talk about Pebble? Sure, because you were you were right in the mix. You were right in the thick of it. Yeah, you know, last month, seventy, sixty six, sixty eight. I remember you were final day Sunday at Pebble. You birdied the first two. Yeah, I was rolling. And I'm like, man, he's gonna fucking win this. I thing. felt so <laughs> good. I felt so good. I sh- three, I hit two really good shots and missed a you know maybe a fifteen footer. Four, I missed like a twelve footer. Two really good shots. I was dialed, and then on eight, I just somebody was like talking in my swing. It was it was I'm not making excuses, but you it was can really say that. Bad. It's okay to have an excuse, it was. I think. It, yeah. I'm like the la- I promise like if I pull a putt, I, yeah. I pull a putt. But it was it was the timing of it was awful and I hit this quick hook off the tee and I got and it's pump, it's blowing so hard and it's cold so that wind's even heavier. I got like 220 in off the left. I actually thought I hit a pretty decent shot and I was so far back, you couldn't see where the green. You couldn't see the greens. So like when my ball was flying, I was like walking up. That's it kept a terrifying just, shot. As uh, much less if you can't see the yeah, green. Yeah, and it just kind of peeled a little too much. I thought I was going to go in the bunker, and it went into the crap, and then triple. And then it just played really hard after that, man. And it was kind of the same thing. Like for some reason, when the greens, I'm having an issue with my putter right now. When greens get really fast. Because, I feel like it's always too heavy. So, like, if I have a 10-footer and it's downwind and downhill, 
I feel like the putters are too heavy now, and I can't even take it back because it's like when we were growing up, putters were like C swing weights, and now they're heavier. And I think it, they say they're heavier because the MOI. It's more forgiving. I, I think, but I think that science is based. For, I mean, yeah. kind of for hacks or or whatever. I don't think it's for yeah for us. And I don't know. Maybe there's something to that. So I might try something like as light as I can get this week. But it's an issue. For, it, it was an issue for me there big time because I would have like six footers and I swear to God, I'm already, I was already thinking about the next one. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like not having a next one. Yeah. Is it specific to the greens you've been playing recently? Do you think, or, I mean, is that a normal thing on tour? I feel like especially the last few weeks, the wind has baked out these greens and it's just, I like, mean, I didn't play, obviously I didn't yeah. play this weekend, but Friday, even Thursday too. I mean, those greens were so fast. They were so fast. I do not want to compare and contrast this too tightly to the mid-am tournament I played a couple weeks ago in Tampa, but it was 48 degrees, blowing 15 to 20. Yeah. And once I got to, I hit the, I hit the ball totally fine, to be honest. Once I got on the greens, the five footers, it I changes. I, I didn't feel like I was cold. hitting putts. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, well, yeah, I was thinking yeah, about not running him. it back. Yeah. yeah, it just Can't was a stroke. Him. It was eye-opening to me how I don't know, how exposed how I, I was on how to make putts in the wind and how important. I never really understood that challenge until that moment. So mm-hmm. you're saying there's something to that that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. Going back to anybody said you quit at Honda. You birdied your last hole. Yeah. I did. I hit some nice shots. That was sick. On the last hole. It was nice. Well, yeah. I want to. Uh, I want to pick back up with. We have a lot. I have a lot more yeah. questions to ask you. But I want to talk a little bit about what happened, uh, how it finished. Because, but I really want you kind of you to kind of weigh in here on what you saw and how you what you saw in that final round. Before we do that, we should mention Thiel Hatton won the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Yeah. But if you didn't catch the exciting finish as well on the European Tour in the uh, Commercial Bank Cutter Masters, you missed the tour's longest playoff in six years. It was a feature, a pair of Callaway guys duking it up. Jorge Campillo eventually edged out David Drysdale in the fifth sudden death playoff hole. Uh, he made the, his third birdie on the same hole in the overtime session. It's 513 yard par four. And I watched the replay because uh, yeah. I had six or seven people reach out like, yo, did you see that playoff, man? And they, 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 I mean, both of them birdie in the first two playoff holes. They're just stuffing it. I mean, Campillo made like three different 30 footers in the playoff. Um, he's got a full bag of Callaway clubs, including the Jaws. MD5 wedges, Maverick Sub-Zero fairway woods. We heard Eric Van Royen talk about those. Some local favorites around here, I think, are in on the Maverick 3 wood as well. I haven't tried mine yet, but TC's been been raving about it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And the Apex Pro Irons, as as you're probably aware, Callaway is the number one iron in golf. They have options for all different player types. In addition to the Apex, there's the Maverick Irons, the shot-shaping and sleek Maverick Pro Irons, and the ultra-forgiving Maverick Max Irons. And if you need a starting point to figure out which irons might be right for you, go to CallawayGolf.com. So I do, you know what, whatever. Just go to Callaway Golf Iron Selector. Just Google that because that's what you're probably going to do anyway. So Callaway Golf Iron Selector to find out which irons uh, might be played for you. So Tyrrell Hatton, how well do you know Tyrrell, Matt? Not well. No? Not, but I love him. <laughs> <laughs> you can relate to him? Well, he's mental like me. So I, I, I was telling these guys I feel like naturally attracted to those kind of people. God, that was fun to watch. How do I the mean, fines work? Will he just get a? Wait, wait did he do something bad today? So he, he, flicked, he, flicked he flicked off, off, off the water. And he, <laughs> he gave it. He gave an up you like a. 
well, after he, he doubled on what was he that, hit nine? it directly in the Eight. water on eleven. Like, eleven. He, there <laughs> was no bad, bad break. Yeah, yeah. He hit it there, and that's he turns when I around. It up was he was dropping on eleven? Literally, that's when yeah. I started watching. He hit yeah. it right in there, and then he takes his club like a shotgun and shoot points it at the water <laughs> and fires, and then does like a low to the ground middle finger at the water. It was great. It's like, dude, if you hit it in the water, like, yeah. there's certain sand. If you hit, it, if you go to like a, a, a bunker where there's a ton of sand, you can't get it out. I understand, like a little. Yeah. Fuck you at the bunker, but you you can't just hit it in the water. Well, no, my, the, the yeah, best Neil, one was Neil, the, we got to talk. I mean, just the best just one was the, was the up yours. Like I haven't seen that. Since <laughs> I've I was seen in, that. Like, I think that's his. I think like, that's boom. his signature move, though. I've it seen was him great do that before. Yeah, yeah. it was like real yeah. low. He didn't think anybody was watching. So, yeah, man, you're, you're the leader. We he's were hoping know. for an Opus Day kind of thing, where because he's very, he's always. Do you think he thinks, man, these cameras are on me all the time? Well, he may not. I don't think he cares. Yeah, maybe he doesn't care, or maybe he's I not know, used I to feel, that. I don't know. I, I know for me, I would reel me in a little bit. Oh, the cameras being on you would be well, less no, flamboyant. Maybe because of my fine situation. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how it works for him. It doesn't. He seems to play it up. The more he's in contention, the more he's ready for the. He's not a time. member. Mm-hmm. He's not a PGA Tour member, well, is he? he? I'm pretty no. sure he is. He will be now, or uh, he is. Uh, he is. Okay. Yeah. Well, the way I can tell is always on the leaderboard. He's got. The, if you're, not, if you have a projected standing in there, okay, that means you are a member. So he, uh, he did have a projected standing, and he was, he moved all the way up to 14th in the FedEx, the race, season long race for the FedEx Cup. So that guy's a bulldog, though, man. He is good. He's a great, great player. Yeah. And he, he is extremely tough. I, I, just, it's just like people are getting all upset. Some people get really annoyed by that. Like a lot of golf fans, especially on Twitter, just. If you show any kind of weird but quirks, I would people say get upset. I'm way in. His emotion to me is not whiny. It's, <laughs> oh, it, it, uh. No, it, to me it's like it's pissed off. Like he gets, he like beats himself it's up. It's kind of inward. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, like I think he Bubba also flicked the water. Off. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Bubba's blaming someone else. He's blaming. I mean, okay, that's that's fair. There's probably some <laughs> whining, but my point, it just feels a lot more hostile, and. I, it's I. It feels more relatable for me, at least. It it's doesn't a, it feel. Oh, it's very relatable. More aggressive. Aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. So Neil, <laughs> Neil, can you take us through your Opus Day? Yeah. So I basically, uh, Terrell is a founding member of golf's version of Opus Day, which is from the movie The Da Vinci Code, or I guess the Dan Brown book first, where the you know the the uh, priest kind of uh, self-flagellates. Is that the right word? Or yes. Flat. I believe so. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's risky, so anyway, risky, but yes. Yes, right. it is. Yes. Um, so I, I think we, we, TC and I were talking about some power rankings. So let me pull up my list here. Rom's up there. Well, Rom was number one. Terrell Rom, just took. Rom's just, just a straight up nut. Yeah. Like, you know, he's a volcano. And so Terrell, I think, takes number one now just based on like recency bias. Sergio's a Hall of Fame member. Like, he's, he's been on the list for <laughs> years and years. Schwartzel. TC and I saw him at, at the players actually on the range after his round. I've seen him lose it. Before just go, he was yelling at himself, him so like gap wedges, and just going nuts on himself. And his caddy's just like on his like not like on his phone. Like, it's just like <laughs> Most, regular day at the office. Yeah. Who else would you put on the list, Matt? Well, any South African. Really? Right? Yes, they're animals. They're the most fun people to hang out with for sure. <laughs> I've also got Thomas Peters. Yes, yeah. he's a. He's a uh, I mean, he's got the the, the club break at room. The club yeah. breaking over your knee. Yeah, on his which resume. is another one where very done that, very Matt? aggressive, well, right? I like. You ever that. done that on the course? Yeah, break I, it over the knee. Yep. Like guys that make it count. <laughs> I, I think we're out of the statute of limitations. <laughs> well, did you get a fine for that? What's that? Oh, uh, nothing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Patrick Reed has got to be on there for his break at um, at he's, Pebble. I didn't have him on the list, but that's a good. That's a yep. good addition. Matt Wallace. That was TC's. Yeah. Mike Wallace. 
And then I've got uh, some kind of, I think Bryson's Opus Day. I think you Bryson know who is, is sneaky. Beats himself up. Siwoo Kim. Really? Really? Yes. He yes. gets down on himself. He, yes. Okay. Mm. I'll have to watch He's out for the that. Best. We'll put him on, we'll put him on uh, alert. I love it. Hideki, I think, is kind of quietly. You know, he's always disgusted. He's always like, you know, one-handed follow-through. You know, it's not as, maybe not as uh, yeah. visual. We were talking Bubba. Bubba's not Opus Day because he blames everybody else. He doesn't blame himself. Yeah. Yes. Which is not the kind of emotion I So I Spieth does not count either then? I think Spieth is more of a disciple. Like, he follows the teachings, <laughs> but he's more verbal, right? Yeah. He's, he doesn't He doesn't physically, you know, there's no, no physical monologue. penance. Haddon at one point was... was Hitting himself, yeah, literally hitting with himself with his today. putter. And then I've got Tiger. Tiger used to be Opus Day, maybe not quite as much, but he used to he used to beat himself oh, up pretty good. Tiger, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we talked about uh, Billy Ho, uh, Billy Horschel, real Rear Admiral Billy Ho. Dishonorably no discharged. discharged. Yeah, discharged Dis- from, from the PSG. honorably. Honorably, I think it was honorably. Honor- okay, I don't know exactly what happened, but honorably, um, yeah. Um, so that's that's what I've got. Production. So I'll, I'll add Siwoo Kim. Anybody else we should be on alert for Opus Day was. Who's asked ask us a different way? Who is top three most interesting guys? If, if guys were mic'd up, if every tour player was mic'd up, who would you want to watch on TV the most? Because mm. I said Hatton was one of them. Yeah, I probably would pick him. Interesting, like, I mean, most guys that I know, like, I already know him. Maybe someone I want to find yeah. something out about. Who would we find most entertaining? Uh, that maybe people wouldn't think of right away. Like, I don't know if I'd want to listen to, like, Rom. I don't know. His, that'd be pretty entertaining. I think like Damon, Joel Damon seems like a, yeah. Joel's he's, a good dude. Like he's yeah. got some, like he'd be fun to have mic up, mic'd up. I'd love to listen to, I think Rory, just because Rory yeah. doesn't want to talk about golf all the time. Yeah. And then I think Bryson, just because I think he's <laughs> so full of shit. That, like it, it's, I would like to listen to, to him. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, Bryson, if he was mic'd up, would play it up even worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like performance art. Did you see that clip from either Thursday or Friday when uh, he missed a putt low, I think on 16, and he's... It's a one and a half percent slope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did see a video of him doing a track man on like his practice round every shot. Oh no no that, yeah he's got a, a guy is that he's got week? a guy that goes ahead and like prepares the track man on the next hole wow. or it's a, it's a different it's version good. of it. That's not the way you play golf. I just couldn't I couldn't I don't think anybody does that. I heard a story too that he was you know like they went ahead and they set it up from like one sixty five in the fairway for him to hit a practice shot and he comes he's like nah let's go over here. And like went over five yards to the right and five yards up, and, and they like, got to reset. They got to reset, yeah. recalibrate, and, and, the, and the towel guy's got to get set. <laughs> the two guy, <laughs> the, the, the shade. <laughs> oh, it's so entertaining. Have you played with Bryson? I think so. I'm not sure where, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I have. I think I might have played with him in uh, Vegas last year. I'm not sure. I, I I think I have played with him. I've watched him hit balls. I've asked I've asked him a couple questions. I, I'm all right with Bryson. Picking up some literature. When you ask him a question about something, does he just light up and just want to? Yeah, ex- yeah, man. Like, l- l- I think l- he's let me like tell you that. all about it. Let I think he's, I think he's, he's, he's totally willing to share information. I've heard yeah. from other guys too, like that have asked him how he gained his, you know, put on the weight, and he's told them. Can we just definitively say it's working? I think it's working for him. I mean, the like putting on the weight and hitting it far. And well, this shot at eighteen, which oh yeah, yeah <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think it's going to open some doors. Like for him. the last few weeks hasn't even been. A great test case for, for sure. it because it's been more about accuracy and you know distance control versus just raw distance. So uh, like it's gonna he, he's gonna crush it in the summer. When Harding it's, Park, yeah, that that could be a yeah. very good matchup for him if we play there. 
Well, you got some inside info? Conspiracy what? button. <laughs> 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 I don't yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, are there rumors circulating anywhere on tour about event cancellations? Or I'm assuming you're referring to the corona. I mean, I I don't I doubt it. I, mean, I saw the NBA said something out this I, weekend I, about. Uh, I don't see events getting canceled. I could see fanless events. I don't think I don't see any reason to cancel the events. Yeah, yeah. I could I be mean, wrong there, but I, I'd be stunned if there. I mean, you guys are flying private anyway. You know, <laughs> I mean, you're you fine. guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're all you pro guys. Come on. <laughs> um, Sungjae today made a, made a run for it. How did he finish? How many shots back? Two shots back. Leash had a. I, oh, Leash just had exciting. His exciting Sundays. Yeah. He was what ten out of ten out of the bunkers this week, or yeah, something like that. I mean, he's he's getting up, he's getting up and down on the bunkers a lot more than he's hitting fairways. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Leash and, is exhausting to root for. I'd like not to interrupt, but uh, sporting an NLU towel. Yeah, small shop. You know, check us out. The orange and they had the orange and black. I felt like there. Leash even when he won at Torrey. I felt. I mean, he's, he's putting really well. He missed a couple today that I felt like he probably. He made some putts. Would have too, had, though. but he made some really, really big putts. Yeah, like the, the one it's on so hard to make putts in that, that, stu- um, that stuff. But oh. the one, the one shot I think he wishes he had back was that uh, the drive on three that he rinsed, just yeah. just right off the tee left, but bounced back birdie on four. Like I, f- I feel like he's playing well without his like without his A game. But then did he bogey five or six? He bogeyed six, uh, which was wasn't great. Bogeyed eight and then birdied nine and then birdied twelve. So. Can, he, he was right there. He wow. shot shot seventy three on a tough day. That was seventy four. Was probably par today, right? Yeah, I think I I just want to call out. I know it's you know Captain Obvious over here, but number six is awesome. Like that whole, I just I love it. Like I I, I think the way that they Wh- said which way was the wind today? It was down it off was the down. team. And okay. Rory took the most aggro line of all time. Rory possibly could have driven the, the green today. Really, he drove it th- through the fairway and it went three forty eight. And, like, the carry from that tee box on, like, Google Earth to the front of the green is 340. Okay, but if you go it's a different on wind. The, yeah, exactly. It's a different wind, yeah. I know. And that but de- for sure matters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine so. <laughs> and there's so little reward, I think, for right. doing that. Uh, he made double, so he, he could have tried it. Yeah. Oh. Um, it is just – it is so hard. I, I guess, is there ever a wind that would make sense for him to go even further left than he did? I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I think he could have covered way more space on the left. I think he was upset. They thought he was upset because the announcer said, like, he hit it too – oh, that might be too far left. I think he was upset because he – Too far right. It was too far right. Yeah, he cut right? it a little like, bit. Like, he yeah. didn't yeah. – it was the, the wrong line the other way. So, Bay Hill, it, I, I do not think it is a great golf course. I don't – I've played it once. I don't – I would – I'm fine if I never played it again. But weirdly, still – I struggle with this today. I'm like, I'm having fun watching this tournament. This is extremely entertaining tournament golf. And I feel like either a course has to be absolutely excellent and almost flawless – and have a pro event on to be really entertaining. Like the next tier of just like solid courses don't always produce good golf. But then there's this whole other brand of tournament golf is interesting at this place. And I think Bay Hill is one of them. Is that fair? I think so. I, I think it's something where you got to hit good irons. You can't fake it around there, right? Oh, yeah. It's for sure. That's for sure fair. Yeah. That's Says t- the that two-time winner. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was, I was texting with my buddy today too about how much, you know, I really don't watch a lot of golf, but like the Florida swing is special to me. I mean, I grew up here and I enjoy watching the Florida swing. If I miss the cut, I will watch it. Like, especially at the end on Sunday. And it is, the theater is awesome in the, in the Florida swing. I don't know if it's the way it's presented or what, but like, NBC. Or, what, and, but other thing too is like Bay Hill has like 
water hazards sometimes create memories or yes you know what i mean like totally it it does so much and i know it doesn't make it the best course but it does so much for like coming down the stretch you never know what's gonna happen if there's wind like this especially i mean when there's not wind like that 11th hole doesn't strike fear in anybody i mean the pros are so good that firm greens firm greens greens plus rough plus wind is is maximum entertainment well i'd I'd add to that i think the water creates iconic shots like mm-hmm. going to six or eighteen, like, do yeah, it yeah. so much. Right? Yeah, and I give visually. NBC credit. Like I feel like I saw every important shot in number six and every important shot in number eighteen. Two holes where, like, they're kind of majestic looking with the water, and it's like a lot of risk reward stuff going on. It's not as much strategy as it is just truly do it, truly risk reward and what I'm biting up. off. Yeah, yes. execution it's just sacking up. Yeah. Bryson shot into eighteen today. Was was there? And like Leisha's hadn't you know, shot people, into seventeen. Yep, hadn't shot into seven. But Leisha's shot into eighteen too. I mean, it was kind of like, all right, how how hard do I want to go at this? But there's not there. Yeah, it's not a ton of really. It's such a hard shot. Yes. Leash actually did the right thing. People might not think that, but I would I would have Hatton have to do what he did. Yeah. I mean, and he did it. So yeah. It's just not. That's not. Yeah, it's not. Well, the, you can't just fire it. It's not as it's simple so as fire at the flag and into the wind, and off the right. Yeah, and you don't know how much is it really hurting. How much is it really, you know, really off the right? It could be a little more off the right than you think, or a little more hurt than you think, and it could make all the difference in the world. It seemed like it was swollen. It was swollen a lot today too. Um, Hatton on eighteen was totally confused. That happened to Bazadenhout on the front nine. Bones was calling it. He's like he was really uncomfortable, and then as he got over it. The wind shifted from down to off his right, and Bones like this wind shifted on him. This is going to be short, and it came up short. It was it was really good commentary. I thought our friend Job Fickett had a had a point earlier today. He tweeted about how like a hole like six is actually getting better with distance increases because it's bringing like it's you know in tough conditions it's truly a, a three shot par five, mm-hmm. but now that guys are hitting it so much farther, it's you know, much more of a risk reward second shot. And you can yeah. actually, you feel like you're giving up a shot if you're not going for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The what thing, do you, what, one to add to your point that you made at the beginning where it's like, you know, I don't know if I've never played Bay Hill, but it's like, you know, I'll take it or leave it as like a course you want to play on your bucket list. But like a good example, like 17, like I look at that tee shot and I'm like, wow, that looks extremely hard. Like I know <laughs> it's hard. I don't want it, but it does, it's, it's not like uh a beautiful looking hole. It's just like, but look at all that sand up there, and and right. yeah. you know, look what these guys are dealing with. You're it's, right about the. Theater. I played the uh, pro am with Sam Saunders a couple of years ago, and we got to 17, and I was like, you know, I I'd never been here before, but I kind of thought it'd be a little bit tougher. That's a hard hole. And the, I thought the, I was like about the course. He's like, I thought it'd be a little tougher. I mean, we're playing like white tees for the, for the amateurs. He goes, What'd you say? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I know what you mean. Like from further back, it's tougher. Blah blah. blah. He's like, No, no, come back here. Come back here. And he made us go back to the 17th tee, like where it goes in between a couple of houses, yeah. and like look at. He's like, look at that shot. Now do this like 18 times. And I was like, oh, okay, you probably have with a, a, good a, with a crosswind <laughs> and firm greens. Yeah. 17. Yeah. I didn't mean it that way. That, yeah. That's a shot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. You know, two was it 205 today? 210 today? Yeah. With to a tucked back right pin. Like yeah, yeah. Like I'm good. I don't that need pin to ever wasn't hit even that back shot. right. That pin was like in the middle of the green, and the ball's rolling out 50 feet. <laughs> well, it's. It, I'd right? imagine. What, what, was it back right today? Uh, I think it was. was yeah, yeah somewhat back. Because yeah, Lee hit it up thought. the left, back left. It wasn't it was... in that finger in the back right. Though. No, no, no. It wasn't that you're far. Right, you're yeah. right. One thing I, I, as I'm watching this, there's so many shots we watched today that I felt like there's literally no chance of hitting the ball close to the hole from where these guys were on a lot of them. Yeah. And I love when it's watching firm conditions, but mostly like when it's like 
Lynx Golf, those golf courses are designed for you to be able to play run-up shots or like you go, you have to create an angle to use right. fairway. And Bay Hill is not designed no. with like, hey, here's your landing area to get it close here. So I, I think it's entertaining still to watch pros hit shots that are, like I truly like believe impossible. I mean, so 15, the approach into 15 today where rock, Hatton, rock hard, yeah. yeah, like there's just no stopping the ball. I mean, I know Hatton's in the rough. Right. It, it, it is, it is possible. It right on the front. Yeah. And, but like so many of those yeah. shots where, yeah, you land around the front you just can't hold it and it's going to go through despite how good you hit it. Mm-hmm. I still think it's, inter- it's more entertaining than just like, Hey, plop it right here. But I think there's something to be said for how hard a target golf course like Bay Hill plays when it's firm. Yeah. It's different than just firm like in the in the. Well, par, par's truly a good score. The other yeah. thing too is it puts such a uh, the fairways are are wider there than most weeks probably, but it puts such a premium on hitting it in the fairway because you can't you can't play that course out of the rough. Right. I mean, you 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 can get lucky a couple of times, but you can't play out of the rough mm-hmm. there. I thought Leash's drive on 15, that, that, that three-wood that he hit, yeah, that was, was sick. sick. Yeah. It was like a spinning yeah. three-wood to like hold the fairway. It, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, take a balloon and a little bit to hold it. Whereas, yeah. whereas Hatton, Hatton hit driver, hit what looked like a perfect drive, and there was no way it was going to hold the fairway, ran out through into the rough. Right, but that's one where you, there's a runway up. I mean, it's, you know, the green's built up a little, but there's a runway between the bunkers where it was okay to be in the rough there. Mm-hmm. It's not always like that right. on every hole there. Yeah. Uh, AJ, AJ Willie WX asked, do you prefer minus four or minus 20 winning PGA Tour events? I'm not sure if this is directed to you, but we'll go to Matt first on that. I would rather minus four just as a fan. I think if you can, depending on conditions, let's just say we've had, we have perfect conditions all week, like minimal wind, average rough, whatever, 12 under would be the max. Probably four under would be the minimum for mm-hmm. where I would like it, but definitely closer to four than twenty. What about you guys? So it bring I would say minus four as well. And I think some of the excitement today was instead of it being you know a birdie shootout, it was like there's a bogey waiting around every corner, yeah. yes. which is all. It's like there's, oh, they're gonna get guy, like, oh they're I, gonna get killed here. I, this is awesome. I thought Bryson had a chance to win when he made that. Yeah, play. I kind of thought mean, so too. Like, well, wow, I think he did. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like all these guys fun. are gonna come back to the these dudes yes. finishing up on eighteen. This is great, you yeah. know. So that that it's like excitement on the other end of the spectrum. And I feel like we don't get a lot of that on the PGA exactly. Tour these days. I feel so like maybe it's, it's just a fresh thing. This is gonna sound admittedly dumb, but like it almost seems at times too easy to win. Like when guys have a two shot lead, I don't fear that they're going to give it back. But today it was like, I do not know who's going to win this tournament. And that is drama yeah. to me. Yeah. I'm sure that it statistically doesn't necessarily hold up, but I, that was, I, I, I hate to keep banging this drum. Uh, no, you do not. Whatever you're about <laughs> to bang, you do not hate it at all. A smile go, came over your face. I, I go back to the Lonto Griffin winning in Houston. Oh, this is banging it down take. the right, not even having to take anything on and just, just making an easy bogey on the 18th hole and it's like there's no downside if the greens are soft yes you can always recover you can always no. doesn't punish you for being out of position as much i would say the tour for the most part does a pretty good job with letting the conditions dictate the scoring i mean they'll water it at times and soften it you know if they need to but i don't want it minus four winning if the conditions aren't like they are today like if you have to manipulate a course so badly right. when there's no wind and it like four under is going to win that's going to be a disaster yeah i don't know what you'd have to do to do it but it wouldn't be fun you know it's, what's interesting about that i i love lanto by the way and i've tron has decided I to hate it know, for no reason. Back. i kind of know what you're talking about i didn't really watch his win i think i was yeah. actually playing that day but um <laughs> 
weird. What's interesting weird about what's interesting what's interesting about that is the tour could. I, I know what you're talking about, where you can just you can you can hit it so far right on that hole and be fine, but that's like the parking lot over there. They can move the out of bounds stakes. Yes. Up, like that hole should like that would be a hard ass driving hole if you had to hit that fairway under the right? under the gun. Yeah, really so hard. Go, it it goes back to a couple of years ago. We were at Atlantic Beach for mm-hmm. Web Tour Championship, and we we're talking about it. And like, yeah, they, you know, this is bullshit. These guys can just blow it right off the tee. Yeah, blow it right in the second shot, and then get a drop from the grandstands. Right, and you know, have a really benign chip up and make and make birdie. Yeah, and I, and I think that that's part of it too. Like we talked about it a little bit last week, where you know, if you do hit it behind some grandstands, like you should have to play it back into the stadium. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, that brings up a, a topic near and dear to my heart: uh, temporary immovable object. Okay. Fit, what do you, what do you, what's your stance on the free drop from the line of sight relief? I think if it's in. I don't know. I mean, I, I I, I'm guilty. It, it, it probably is. It probably is. But, I mean, it's part of the tour, grandstands. And if it's – okay, I'll say this. If it's intentionally – I'm not okay with, like, guys, say you're in the rough and you got, like, a heater lie and it's all carry and there's a grandstand right behind the green. It's and, like Detroit water short. Uh, yeah, but – and you can just be like, well, I'm just going to take one extra and gas it into that grandstand. Like, I think that's that sucks. Yeah. And but it probably happens. Going back to the setups, yeah. you think, um, you know, just talking to guys yesterday, today, Thursday, like, you know, every almost every guy that came through scoring was like, that was bullshit. That was, that setup was unfair. Like, fuck this, man. And like that to me, kind of rings at the core of this of like. What do you do if you're the tour? If all of your constituents are saying, "This sucks," we want it to be easier. A lot of your fans are saying that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Where do you? Where does that leave them? Well, I didn't play today, so I, I don't like. It's easy for me to sit here and say that was awesome for me to. It was awesome for me to watch, and it it would have been hard as hell. It was hard as hell out there, but it was doable. I mean, Max I Homa yesterday doubled the last and shot two under. I mean, it's it it was. Possible. It is possible. It yeah, is Fitzpatrick possible. shot. Uh, what did he shoot today? Four. It looked like they moved a couple tees up today, at least a little bit. The pins were not in especially hard places today. I didn't think they set it up especially hard. It was like the conditions were just that right. tough. They didn't right. have a bunch of front pins on downwind holes or anything like yeah. that. That's that's you know? yeah, that's annoying. Um, Fitzpatrick <laughs> shot shot three under today with a double on seventeen. Oh, that's pretty good. So it was out there. You what know? would uh, I forget? Sorry, somebody asked this, but I don't. Oh, here it is. Chris Roselle uh, at Gap Golfer. Realistically, what would a scratch player have shot out there this weekend? I know you weren't there like this, this weekend. weekend like at, a two day score. The, yeah, or one oh, in one round of golf, either one of those days. What I would mean, a scratch player? Man, Max said it. Somebody would shoot one thirty. Not a scratch player, but like a, I think it would be. I think if you got an eight in front of it, it would be good. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. Mm-hmm. I, I really believe that. Because if you're keeping, you know, I know, I know you, know, you go, oh, I could have shot that. It's like, it's ah, not, that's not how it works. Those, those, those three-footers were hitting cups, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. 11, I would still be playing, I'm pretty sure. I don't have a shot that could stop in play. That's an un- a weirdly underrated part of that hole is how many guys were like close to going – they went over cart pass. Right. And cart pass come yeah. close on this golf course in right. a lot of places. Right. And gosh, when it's firm and you got to aim it near the cart pass, that's scary as hell because cart path means OB. Mm-hmm. So, um, can we talk about Sungjae? Sure. What a dog, man! I mean, he's a stud. <laughs> he's so good. 
Back of the ball every time, no side spin. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Just a heavy ball, right? Yes. Have you played with him or watched him? I've played with him, yeah. One of yeah. my buddies was catting for him for a while. and I, I remember when I played with him, he shot like four under, and it was like he left seven out there. And my buddy was like, dude, he does this shit every day. Like wow. every day. It's super like st- full blown four or five superstar. under and gets nothing out of it. But <laughs> full think blown about superstar? It, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so, for sure. It wouldn't be fair if that guy was like a, a, a great putter. It wouldn't be. I mean, he hits it so good. <laughs> he made some. He made yeah. some putts. Yeah, he's putting. He did putt one today. I know. I saw a stat where he's like four of sixteen greens or something like that going yeah. into seventeen. But I'm telling you, that guy hits it really nice. Well, I also like to call out uh, his shirt game is very strong. Wore yeah. the same shirt. It was a nice piece. He was this wearing Sunday, today. and he wore it at, at Honda. He, oh, same Sunday. shirt. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. it. I know. <laughs> I wish he'd bring back the Nelly Band-Aid from the President's Cup, though, that he had on his he had it on his ear. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I know we. St- I still got more we want to talk Honda, but you guys want to do our uh, our pick segment for next week for the sure. players for sure. Okay. Um, as uh, as a part of our partnership with DraftKings and the DraftKings Sportsbook, we are going to be doing some pick segments. And we're going to be tracking our picks. Matt's going to leave the room for yeah, this. Yeah, Matt is not participating in any of this. All right, here uh, he goes. He's leaving. leaving the room. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. <laughs> uh, we're going to be doing uh, doing some picks here. We're going to track them throughout the year for each of the five majors. Right, Tron? Six majors. <laughs> we should do the John Deere, too. Um, if we do the players, we have to do John Deere. Yeah, that's that's a, a okay. Fair that's fine. That's fine. We will do that. Um, well, Neil, why don't you tell us about your uh, your mega bonus parlay and how that went this week? Well, yeah, on our <laughs> other podcast, the Trap Draw, the Bespoke Craft Podcast that we do, uh, Randy and I are doing a mega bonus parlay okay. every other week, where I basically come up with a pretty gnarly bet, and I'm uh, I drive to New Jersey and place the bet because that's the only way you can place the bet. Sure, G- geo um, location. Yeah. 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 So yeah. my it was a tough. Tough uh, opening week. I'll read them off to you here. <laughs> like, how, how many teams are we talking about? Well, we're about? trying to get, like, a $10 bet to pay off, like, over $1,000. Okay. And they kind of limit the odds sure. for you. So I went with uh, Tommy Fleetwood to finish better than Rory. This is at Bay Hill? This is at Bay Hill. Okay. Bryson to finish better than Matsuyama. Okay. There you winner. go. Finau to finish better than Fowler. Loser. Hovland to finish better than Billy Ho. Loser. Max to finish better than Harris English, who was in my keister all week. <laughs> so he, he ruined that one. And Lee Westwood to miss the cut, which I got. So oh. I went two for six. Okay. So at I didn't one, get at swept. one point, it looked like you were going to run the table. It was, I, yeah, which I kind of think you should get paid. Oh, that should be, yeah. You should get like a, some type of bonus from if you get, like, oh, if go, you go over six. six on a parlay. Like, yeah, like Keno. Right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was it was ten dollars to win uh, fourteen hundred. Spoken like a true Florida man. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. So so no fourteen hundred. But yeah. listen, we'll once be you back. read the first one, I was like, "You already lost. You don't need to." Yeah, read no. The, rest. the so best part is I was getting lit up on Wednesday, on Thursday because everyone was like, <laughs> "You know, Fleetwood's like four over and Rory's leading." I was like, "I love yeah. this though, like creating our own reality. Like the FedEx Cup makes me check guys every uh, week." Yeah, like, yeah. I was saying, uh, you uh, best your yeah. parlay before the tournament. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I did the read on the trap draw with Randy. So I was <laughs> yeah. like, "I'm really excited about Fleetwood. He's coming <laughs> off a ton of momentum." Like Fleetwood yeah. misses his first cut. events. What's your betting name gonna be? Uh, where we're going back, it's kind of in the Vegas Dave vein. So I was thinking like Sakaka's shoe or like <laughs> Weehawk and Czar or something stupid like Newark Neal. Newark Neal so. said you got to go to New Jersey to place the bets. Exactly. So I'm going to take the ferry over. The Far Hills you know? fuckboy. Yeah, <laughs> the Far Hills fuckboy is an option. Um, let me do this call to action here in the legalese and then we'll get into our picks. You can download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code NLU when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. I did. That is not a typo. I did not make a mistake there. That's right. 
uh, up to $1,000 uh, for the sign-up bonus. So enter code NLU, get your sign-up bonus up to one k only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania. The bonus is compromised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. The deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. So I don't know. Uh, did 1-800-9-WITH-IT. You, you want to take a break after that? Yeah. Uh, so yeah we'll, take, we'll take it for five. Um, what, uh, have you guys made your picks? Have you have you scoured the odds here? And uh, I have. Okay. What? Who do you like? Um, you, so only put, one you, you only put the odds to, to one fifty. I got tired typing here. them up because I, I, no, that's the, fair. Yeah, they, it was the DraftKings odds were not up as the time that I we, live I in looking. that one fifty to two fifty range. <laughs> we, you can you can uh, you can select from that. I've I've got I'll give you two. Um, okay, we're talking you about one pick. You get one pick. One pick. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I'm between two of them right now. Okay. Between uh, Bryson, as we were talking about earlier, uh, Bryson. Sorry, into the mic, Bryson. Uh, Twenty five to one and uh, Sungjae twenty eight to one. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of want to root for the scientists, though, this week. So, I'm going to go with Bryson. All right. I can't tell if the tour would love or hate this. I would think hate, but they've seemed to have gone out of their way to fall in love with this guy over the last couple weeks. He's I, a class act. I think it's going to burn. I think, the to- I think golf Twitter burns this week. Patrick, I think it's, it, Patrick Reed's it's either the players, the players or the Masters. Yeah. He's going to win one of those. <laughs> I'm starting to think about him for the Masters. <laughs> If I had a flyer pick, I honestly think that Max at one fifty to one is, uh, yeah, one fifty to one is What's crazy. Reed? Reed's thirty three to one. Thirty three to one for Patrick Reed, but Max is legitimately playing some excellent, excellent golf and is one fifty to one. I mean, come on. I like Cantley. What's what's Cantley's odds? Twenty five to one. He took Mexico off for surgery on a deviated septum, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know. I just I got a hunch. I got a hunch. Yeah, it feels he feels like a player's. Champion. It's a great course. At Fitzpatrick, yeah. I got a hunch on him too. Okay. Okay. All right. Did DJ and Randy send in picks? I didn't get. Uh, I, didn't I think DJ did. DJ did. Okay. Let's see. If you if you were to make a pick, Randy Epp- said who, who uh, Cantlay, long shot, big dick Rick. And which, <laughs> I love that he listed him as a long shot. Your DJ uh, has uh, winner the rib, the rib, and long shot Morikawa. Okay. Good iron player. Or cow is forty to one. I don't know if I would call that a long shot, but well, that's what he's. I know. I'm not looking. I'm looking at you, but I'm. I'm about speed speed seventy to one. I yeah. Times are dark. I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that one. (laughs) Those are all good picks. Yeah. If you were to make a pick, who would it be? This is of course not. This is a hypothetical situation. None of this matters. Who did you? Who did you say, John? Cantlay and Fitzpatrick. You get one pick. Is it Cantlay? TBD. I'll lock it in. I'll lock it in later this week. Nobody's gonna be able to keep track if we've all got yeah, two, multiple. Yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'll go Fitzpatrick. All okay, right, cool. I'm gonna say Webb. Oh, I was Ooh. I was thinking about that one. I mean, he won it two years well, ago. Let, let's get your really take on this. So we we consider guys dogs or and or killers. Um, <laughs> I'd love to so hear you explain this because I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll let TC it. explain it because he's it's kind of it's it's more it, from his kitchen. Well, yeah, you're you're either so you can be a dog, a killer, or neither. Mm-hmm. Or or a dog and a killer, um, so a dog would be like I think Leash is a dog. I don't think he's a killer. Um, Ricky's neither. He's not. He's neither a dog nor a killer. Uh, a dog is somebody you, like I think you want to hang out with. You want to. He's one of your boys. A killer is just like I think Patrick Reed's probably a killer. 
But also on the right. golf course specifically, it'd be like a dog is someone who's going to hold on when they're a condition. They can win, but they may not track someone down and just mm-hmm. you know execute them on the back nine on Sunday. Like cat is both a dog and a killer. Yeah. Like, so we've gone back and forth on whether like if JT Webb is well, is well Webb. I'm is? trying to say that like Webb is kind of like a sneaky. He's like a golden retriever. He's definitely a dog. I think he's a killer too. Like I mean, it's starting. To, he won the U.S. Open. Yeah, dude. That right, guy, like that guy is. That's like an auto killer. Well, maybe not auto killer status because there's some U.S. Open winners <laughs> that have disappeared. But I'd say there, it, he's the, the more I see them, dog yeah. killer ever. <laughs> dog killer, or whatever. He's a dog killer. killer. And a dog. <laughs> to be clear, Webb he's not a dog. Shout out to Mike Vick. He's not a dog killer, but he's really good. Um, Who do you think the most underrated guy out there is that you played with? Played. God, so many. I played with Max Homa. I know he's huge on social media, but I played with him when he got his card back. Like the round he got his card back, uh, it was in was it Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay, Cleveland. He was super impressive. Like really impressive. I thought he was. I thought he was really good. And I, I know he's not maybe under the radar anymore. You're, pre- you're preaching the choir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Or like ride or die on him. But yeah, yeah I, I think that's somebody that would qualify in that. Yeah. He's There's just so proper many good, ass ball So many striker. good players. Harris English is really good. I mean, he's. He's I can really never good. figure out how how he hasn't. I called him too big to fail. I called him a sleeping giant. I, like I thought he was like the next. You called him deal, too big man. to fail because he was going to be an ATM machine on tour. Yeah. It looked like he was going to make about fifty million bucks. Well, he still might, man. That yeah, guy. Yeah. Is, I mean, he's probably he's got played some great golf. Ten more really good years in him. I yeah. mean, he's he's really good. So I got a question for you about probably about forty percent of the replies we got when I put a, t- a request on Twitter uh, that you were coming on for questions mm-hmm. for you. I'd say about 30 to 40% reference marijuana in okay. some way. You talked about it in your press conference this week, and I'm wondering if you could kind of pick back up on what you said on the press conference because I think people probably probably misconstrue your relationship with marijuana. And, why, and, yeah. and so I wondered, I don't For know sure. how to ask that, but I wonder if you could explain that. Yeah. So, I mean, where do I start with this? You can – background information is probably helpful for people as well. Okay. So a couple years ago, WADA – World uh, anti doping. Yes. They raised the levels for marijuana to like 100. It went from 15 nanograms to 150 nanograms. Okay. And then I read an article, I think it was in the USA Today or something. It was when they made the change. A spokesperson from WADA said, We don't want our athletes testing positive for cannabis if they're not using in competition. Okay. I've never used cannabis in competition. Never. Okay. It is not performance enhancing. Anyone that says it is hasn't done it, and they definitely haven't. They definitely have done it if it mattered. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you lose you, depth perception, feel, everything is gone. I mean, <laughs> we've lost it. It's, it's you have yes, everything is gone. I use it. I'm a mental person. I can deal with myself during the day. I love it. At night, I need my brain to slow down. That is, I use it for for nighttime only, and not every night, but I'm not doing, I would never, it's just stupid. So anyways, when they said that, I was like, great. I also, it's hard. A lot of it's hard for me to talk about because it's medical history stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the safest thing for me to take for what I'm trying to treat. Mm-hmm. Like I can't take Xanax. I can't. So it's safe. I know it does what, it's supposed to do for me. I'm not gaining any advantage by it at all. I, I just, 
I think the stigma behind it sucks. That's why I don't, I'm I don't walk around with my head in the clouds at all. For the most part, like I, I love being awake and doing stuff. It's not necessarily like a. The, again, the the reason why I asked it is, is the the replies and how the the perception people have of it doesn't seem to be in line with your view of it. Is what is kind of what I'm getting at. It, it seems to be like a yeah. I'm everyone not, treats it like kind of a joke. It, and it, it, does that yeah. bother you? Um, no, it doesn't bother me if people think it's a joke. It's it was funny this that's week. on that's on their end i mean it's yeah. it's it's not like there was a uh, a headline i don't know if it was the uh, british tabloid or new york post or new york something. post yeah. there was you know it was like or jeff shackleford weed user matt every i was like all right like you know what about like you know uh dude who got a dui tiger woods you know and, and there was never any really anything from that like that's that's the thing that kind of gets me is like hey like cool like this is this is probably safer than going out and getting loaded three nights a week yeah it's it's so it's honestly it's so innocent there's yeah. so many ways to take it now too like so i'm not saying if i if i use it or not now either by the way for, for sure for the record but there are so many ways you can take it it's not like i'm it when you know when i have done it before it's not like i walk around with a cloud of smoke coming, it's not. That's not how. You yeah, know, I, it's not Snoop Dogg no, culture. No, of, yeah. it, it's not like that at all. Right, and and I would, I would never, ever be under the influence of it and playing it in a tour event. That that's a, a first class ticket off the tour. No, that's that. All that makes sense, and I wanted to give you a, so, a chance to speak on so it. So, anyways, here's the other thing that kind of bothers me: that Wada, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's like they're okay. Okay, so let's say you use T. You use cannabis a week ago, and I used it last night, right? Mm -hmm. And we both get tested tomorrow, and you metabolize way faster, or I metabolize way faster than you, mm -hmm. okay? We both get tested. I pass. You fail. You used a week, you know, a week before me and failed. I passed. It's, it's such a, it's such an inexact science, yeah. and it's such a harsh penalty so you're telling me at 145, I'm okay, nothing gets said, everything's fine, but at 155, I'm a drug abuser. Like, what? Like, that's that's silly to me. Mm -hmm. It's it's way too big of a, I don't know, I don't even know how we got there. No, it's 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 career-defining almost. It can be if, if that's what, that that threshold, like if you're on one side of that threshold and it can affect your career, which it has in the past, like right. pretty well, greatly. I, I just find it nuts that, that your doctor prescribes this for you legally in your home state of florida mm -hmm. and well it's a so i think it's more of, i think it's more of an fda issue with the because i did apply for a tue mm -hmm. and what's that temporary Simple. use exemption and um it it got declined do you see any changes on this front like how the tour handles it or i kind of i actually think yeah yeah i do i, well, I think jay is is on top of things and it's not the easiest spot for him it's not golf's image, and I, is, and I understand yeah. that. I know that's part of it, and I'm not. I really don't want to be like a spokesperson for for this at all, at all. But I do think something good's gonna like something. It will happen soon, and and the other sports doing things probably helps us a little bit. Golf just always they is, don't want to be the first. Like, yeah, they're oh, always yeah, wait, wait what yeah. <laughs> like yeah. not even close. So. I got a couple of random nuggets here I took down from uh, from this past week. Uh, Justin Rose, no longer with uh, Anma, 
which which they didn't announce. I, I was gonna say, is that is that public knowledge? I don't know if we can say that now because they didn't announce it because of out of respect for Arnie's event this week that they which, didn't. Speaking out of respect for Arnie's event, the the tour leaking, not leaking, just posting featured groups for Players Championship and showing guys arriving on site. Did you see that stuff? Like oh, like showing guys arriving at Sawgrass. Oh, there was a. Uh, I went out there yesterday and there was a camera out there. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. They're show, during like during the last hour of the broadcast, showing people arriving on yeah, site. Yeah, but they're, they're trying to keep people hooked on the product. Out of respect for Arnie, though. But yeah, like come on, this. I mean, is this what what would Mike Stone would want? Unbelievable. Well played. <laughs> the PGA Tour is decidedly not in Arnie's army. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. It just is like I don't know. It just reeks when they do stuff like that. Come on, guys! The players is awesome. It is legitimately awesome. We don't need to see. Yeah, quit quit telling us it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, we don't need to see. Uh, so yeah, there is going to be every shot. Every shot is going to be broadcast live uh, on PGA Tour Live this week. Subscribers only is what I believe it to be the case. I'm not sure what kind of free previews are available, but I think that's fair. How does I, that work? Where, where are they getting like? Like they're just going to have a stationary cameras like on every tee, every green, and in every. I don't know if it's in every fairway as well. I think there's going to be some scenarios where guys are like behind a tree and you can't get to the shot, but you'll get the shot landing. But basically, if you want to follow, name your player. If you want, you know, if I want to see every one of Max Homa's shots, I can tune into a. Bro- I can watch that somehow. I so. think it's interesting that that they're doing that. They're putting it behind the paywall, and they have a big hard on for Augusta. They want to be the Masters really, really bad. And Masters.com has it for free. Masters, Masters doesn't have the live for free, though. Masters has every shot after it's happened. So they have, like, a shot tracker. But you're not doing anything behind a paywall on Masters.com. Nothing, nothing behind there, but this is different than Masters.com, I would say. Yeah. And I think it's fair. I think, like, if they're trying to draw – they've invested significantly in this product. It's for hardcore fans only. I think asking people to pay for that is fair. And PJ Tour Live is a great product. I really do think that. So – uh, for people that, that you know, there's a lot of people online that will say, myself included, like, I will pay to see this. And they're actually giving it to you. Free ad for PGATourLive.com. But I, if, if you are the one of the people that says that, like, here it is. Like, here's your chance to pay for that and, and view it. So, TV media deal tomorrow, right? It's coming out tomorrow? As I'm sure, as like, simultaneously with all the, the markets probably imploding <laughs> the coronavirus. It's going to be like Jay Monahan standing out like Baghdad Bob. <laughs> nothing to see here. Everything's Leslie fine. Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing wrong here. Things are blowing up in the background. Um, uh, Matt, I got a question about the players. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like this event? Like, have you played in the past? Is it? A, I haven't played. I don't think I've played any good here. I mean, I probably have like a... Something between 20th and 30th or 30. It's nothing great. But I do like the event. Yeah, it's a kind of a hometown event. You know who else I was thinking might play good here this week is JT Poston. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? He's just really good. And he hits a, he hits a nice. He hits it nice. He draws it. Straight off the tee and makes putts, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah why, why is – I feel like this is the one course when – can't go look up and see like a player's history and know like oh yeah he plays well here oh he doesn't it is truly as much variance as you can imagine year to year what makes this course like you're a horse for course for bay hill yeah. I feel like there's no horse for course for tpc sawgrass right like not a single one i think because here it's like it's you're kind of running the gauntlet the whole day it's just something bad could happen at any point is it just straight up execution like you just can't like it, it's it's not it's not favoring one ball flight or one... I think it favors a, a guy who draws it. 
I do. I mean, other people might not think that. And the only reason I say that is the right to left holes, you cannot start it left and cut it back in off the tee. Like two and 16. 16 yeah. Yes. I mean, 18, if you want to start it over the water, not, I probably will, but not everyone does that. Mm-hmm. The other way, you can start it left to right holes. You can start it right. Four, maybe not, but four, you're hitting. It's a straight shot off the tee. It's sure. not really a cut. So let's say five, you can blow it right and draw it in there if you right, want yeah. to. Seven, you could really if you yeah. want to. That's interesting. I, don't know, I haven't thought of that. What are the nuggets you got for us? What are certain things to look for this week for fans at home should watch for? Well, I just think in the Florida swing, it just gets firm and short game matters a lot. Like that. I mean, Leishman and, and Hatton are, were both up. Their, their games actually remind me a lot of each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. Like, I don't, I, there's no coincidence that but like, like, like when getting like, up and like down Leish played and well this week. It's not a coincidence that there were firm greens. Right, and, and when it gets hard, you're going to miss gre- – like a lot of people think hard courses, oh, ball strikers. Not necessarily because if it's that hard, everyone's missing greens. I mean, everyone is. And then it matters who's the best chipper. And you see guys like Fitzpatrick come in. Who else is up? Leaf's a pretty good chipper. Great chipper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's interesting. I think there, yeah, for courses like this, like we talked about earlier, like when you can't hit greens, almost not literally, but almost can't hit greens, that everyone's going to kind of end up in the same spots and just going to be a a chip off. That makes sense. All right. Let's get to a couple questions here. Uh, G Gorski asks, are tour players colluding to shoot higher scores during the Florida swing as a way to invalidate the calls for equipment rollback? (laughs) He did call for the cue for the conspiracy music. I don't even know if that we want to answer that. I just wanted to actually use Our the conspiracy button. You just want to press button. <laughs> it's, it's mixer's awesome. <clears throat> I do. I do love like back. the people who are like, "Oh yeah, man, this this is this is crazy." You know, like the ball doesn't go too far. This is you know, it's like using a two week sample size and using reference to par. Like everyone's like, hey, "Look, minus four is still winning out here." I just hate when people default to par. Like we've covered this many times. Par is truly irrelevant. Like it doesn't matter what par is. Like some people legitimately think. If you do, oh, just change the par to 70, and then the then they're only shooting like eight under par. And it's just, I, that's like the it's worst like, possible yeah. argument. It's like you, we're not even scratching the surface. And then. I, I guess you can blow the conspiracy thing again here, too. <laughs> so I feel like we, we've had a lot of tough conditions so far. Like Riviera seemed like it was quite tough. Farmers was tough. Um, Honda, obviously, this week at Bay Hill. And then, A, I feel like everybody's going to be kind of worn out by the time they get to players. B, is this giving the tour license to truly live under par at players? Set it up easy this year? Set it up easy. Water the greens. You know, it's the overseed invitational. It's going to be very green. It's very green. (laughs) (laughs) It is overwhelmingly green. How did it look out there? there? Yeah, it was very green. I mean, it looked good. The rough's not up. The greens were, today they were firm, but it was blowing. They got the sub airs on plus the wind. Yeah. It's been windy as shit here. Yeah, like it's were, been yeah. 20 miles an hour out of the north for three days now. What as we think? saw, TC got picked up by the local meteorologist. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's uh, right. Shout out to my man Lou Turner. For his weather takes. <laughs> well, do you like March better for the players? Does that make more sense, do you think, as a player? Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, I kind of, I think I probably do like it better. But it doesn't really – I mean, I'm not in the majors, so it doesn't really impact me the way it yeah. does other guys. Yeah. See that, yeah. Where do you qual? So, will you qual try to qualify for U.S. Open this year? Yeah. Will you do that in Columbus or? I don't have even looked where it's at. Okay. Um, probably, yeah. I'll do it in Columbus. Yeah. How many times have you played in the U.S. Open? Three or four, five, three. 
We had or, some news break this week. Solly's Solly's gonna try to qualify. All right. What do I need where to do to get the US Open? Well, I gotta go locals. You don't yeah, have to go so to locals. I'm doing locals at uh, Makatiwa in Cincinnati. So. Okay. Old Ross course. You're yeah. cherry picking your local one, aren't you? I did. You're getting sure. out of Florida. <laughs> yes. Smart move. That is an enormously <laughs> huge move. decision. Yeah. So I'm hoping that like a lot of people within the handicap range of 1.2 to 1.4 would be inspired and also want to come join the same exact site for me. Um, you know what? My I'm old, trying to get some vanity handicappers well, Don't tell there. them your plan. You you're know gonna, what? They're going to sniff you out now. No, come on. Come on. Help me get in the U.S. Open. You can get through locals. I, sure. I can get through locals. You can, for sure. So I wanted to go somewhere where, one, it's kind of like, yeah, one, getting out of Florida. Because, like, se- somebody shot seven under in my mid-am qualifier last year. Like, Florida is yeah. just so unbelievably stacked with depth. And I didn't yes. want to go play. Like, there is a very good chance I, I could shoot 75, and that's not going to play anywhere. But I, what I don't want to have happen is shoot one or two under and have that not get through. Like if I get, you know, if I show up at a site here that has five local pros yeah. playing in it and I play a good round but not better than them and I get ousted, that's going to hurt. Right. So this has the most people of any site. It's 144 or something like that. It's for eight spots. So I think if I play a good round, I can get, I can get through that. Uh, I just got to sure. play a great round. So that's kind of the thought process. So that's so. all you got to do. Yeah. Just gerrymandering. Yeah. I'm trying. Just play great. I'm trying. You play better, <laughs> what do I need to improve at? You play better on hard courses, making a ton of pars, picking off a couple birdies here and there versus making seven birdies. Yes. You know, and or when, I, when, when it's demanding, like you have to make birdies, I don't necessarily succeed, but I can make a lot of birdies when on tough courses. When it's tough to make yeah. pars, you're really good at Yes. That. Yeah. yeah, that's a good a good setup for me. So I might need some coaching if you're willing to, to kind of walk me through what how to get through I a qualifier. I'm so bad at qual- – you know, when I when I had to do qualifiers to, like, get in tournaments on, like, the whatever it was, the web at the time or nationwide, I was really good at them. But the second I didn't have to, like, qualify – like. I, I qualified for the U.S. Open, like, in a qualifier in college, and I haven't qualified since through a qualifier. I've really? gotten in through, like, world, world rank, ranking. Yeah, what's, wins or world ranking. What's the difference? Like, f- you have to change your mindset for qualifiers or, like, what I what mean, I, I don't know because I'm not – I mean, I'm hungry for it. Like, I want to play in the U.S. Open. It's the biggest tur- – you know, it's one of the biggest tournaments. and It's important. One and, thing we're trying to convey through this project is – and I'm wondering if you can help me here. Like, try to explain the depth between like a scratch player. So you're you're a tour player, mm-hmm. and I think people can see like, oh, there's the, obviously the tour players are incredible. There's a lot of them, and then there's Corn Ferry, and then there's Latino America. What else? What are the other layers? Because there's even more layers between like me and the lowest level of professional golf. Like, what can you speak to some of that? I mean, like, so... I'm talking, like, retired pros. I'm talking... At the Moonlight Tour. College, college players. Middle-level college players. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even play in college. Like, right. I, I, there's... So, can you possibly even estimate the number of players that are, like, in that bucket? And there's a lot. There's a lot. It's like what you said about Florida. Like, you go to a qualifier in Florida, you're dealing with every college kid in Florida, basically. And there's a lot of colleges here, so they're playing golf year-round. You're dealing with these world-beater juniors that are at these academies coming at that qualifier like you're not getting hacks i mean there will be some but you know it's there's a lot of good players yeah yeah that's what yeah I, the, the the few amateur events i've played just the the, the people that still have their college bags and all that is kind of like oh my god i didn't even <laughs> think about like that layer of player that i gotta be bad <laughs> it's like uh, bosses in like a video game yes you're yes like, oh man I, I, I gotta get through level one um the one thing we haven't covered here, Harley Moore wanted to check in and said, uh, how about Mackenzie Hughes at the Honda? He shot 66, 66, 66 on the weekend. 66, 66. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so TC had forgotten to mention that. Um, anything else before we wrap it here? 05 US Open, low amateur, Pinehurst. And you got in through sectionals. Where was sectionals? It was in uh, Woodmont. And Up in uh, Maryland? Yep. We missed. I was, we had the national championship in at uh, Caves Valley. And Shout out to the Foz. <laughs> that <laughs> it's a, a fazio welcome to the oh, party okay. pal yeah there we go so <laughs> i gotta tread lightly here too because he, he plays he plays at pablo which is also a faz <laughs> uh, shit what were we talking about your u.s open qualifier oh yeah so we were playing at caves valley we missed the cut i got to go over to the qualifier and play a practice round which was nice and then I ended up getting through. I was in a playoff, and it came down to my – it was like – it was stupid. It was like 11 guys for six spots, and it came down to Paul Goitis and I played like seven holes, and I kept hitting it 10 feet every fucking hole missing it. And then finally I hit it 10 feet again, and it went in, and it was like – it was weird. I didn't even feel like I qualified for the Open. It was like finally I made like a putt. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, that's how, that's how I got in. Did we ask – I forget if we talked about this last time, the big break. Did we talk about that at all? I don't know. Can uh, we, you might have talked about okay. it. Okay. Well, can you refresh us on that? What do you want to know? I want to know everything. <laughs> Which one I, are you I, on? I, I literally, that is like so far removed from my life. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> um, it, so I was out of college. I knew some people at the Golf Channel. And one of the guys, I think he said he just, I think – I actually think Steve Burkowski played a role in me getting on there. He he was like, hey, this guy would be great for the show. And then I went on there, and it was at a – where was it at? Um, it was in the desert somewhere. Mesquite, Nevada. Mesquite, there you go. And I was there as a good group of guys, and it was at a casino, and it was weird. It was like nothing I've ever done before. It was like you would get there at – you know, some of us were staying up all night gambling and <laughs> – and then you'd get to the shoot, and it's 6.30 in the morning, you're super dehydrated, and you got to hit one shot and then wait, like, four hours to hit the next <laughs> shot. And I'm already, like, n you're nervous because, like, there's no there's this no is flow. it, and yeah. it's one shot, you know, and it's not like you've been sitting on the range practicing. Because um, <laughs> they film the whole thing in, like, a week, right? It's pretty – a couple weeks, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and – yeah, I was out of there, and I think on the second episode, I was. <laughs> it was it was nuts. I ha I remember like not my legs were shaking so bad because I was just I was dehydrated and I was a kid. I was like twenty right four years old maybe. That's 20. not a typical path for a three time first team All America Ben Hogan Award yeah. winner. <laughs> like, what? To go to the big go break. To big break. <laughs> well, fuck, we don't have a draft in golf, so <laughs> yeah, that's the way it works. Your nickname on the show was. Natural. Ooh, I wonder who gave me that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I, I've never talked big. Yeah, I've never, I, don't, know I was I, like, I, did he win it? I don't even remember what happened. There was some. There was some interesting people on there. James Nitties is a great, great guy. He's still playing. Um, and there was a guy in there named Josh uh, War Warlin, I, I believe, and and he caddies at Pebble, and I see him every year. Josh Warlin, Warlin, yeah, the dude, the dude. <laughs> He caddies out of Pebble, so I run into him sometimes, and I see I've seen a couple of the other, the other guys. One thing I always like to ask you about: Can you just tell us, like, it's my favorite thing in the world that you played Spencer? In? Well, no. Uh -oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 First of all, how's Spencer doing? He's all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hanging out out in Sacramento, just he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, but the uh, Walker Cup that you played on uh -huh. at Chicago Golf Club, you and and uh, AK. Yeah. And. 
it was an interesting team. So it was they the USGA they would there was only a few of us that were old enough to drink or go out or go out know. downtown Chicago and yeah yeah and they I I think they rented like a limo or a party bus for us a few nights and I think it, it would be like me Anthony and Jeff Overton going to going downtown Chicago that was it and everybody else like playing video games back at the hotel <laughs> um, God, what a legendary fucking crew man it was it was such a good time and yeah it was great. It was great. Can you retell the uh, Jeff Overton Pat Perez story? I know you said it three years on the on the pod, but that I listened to it literally today, and it is such a good story. Yeah. I mean, uh, do you really want to hear it? Yeah, they just go to the pod and hear it. Uh, they can, but they won't. I haven't heard <laughs> it. It's so far back in the in the archives. Yeah, it's like episode seventy one or something like that. It'd be like Elkington telling the same stories <laughs> over and over. They're good stories. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and Bubba make. There's so many good straight. ones. Yeah. <laughs> so I Jeff. Uh, I haven't talked to Jeff in a while, and I, I know he was struggling a little bit, so I hope he's he's doing okay. All right, so Jeff has been a good friend of mine for a while. I mean, I've known Jeff since junior golf, and, you know, you get to know people. People change, and you get to know them more, you know, as you go through life. And I'm and we work in the same industry, so, like, I see it, you know. He's one of those guys where he he's mental, too. I mean, like, really mental. And he'll, he'll go nuts on the course, like, uh, just Hell start yes. beating the <laughs> crap out of it. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, so him and I have laughed at each other plenty of times. Like, I, I can laugh at him when he does something dumb. He laughs at me when I do something dumb. Um, so I got a new phone number, and we were we were going to the Barclays at Liberty National, and Martin Flores, I just got this new number, and I was going to fuck with Jeff about something. Somehow Jeff was on, like, he got brought up. I don't know what. There was a reason I sent it to him. I, I don't remember. But I was like, let's mess with, uh, or no, let's mess with, Pe it was Perez. That's who it was. It was like, I was like, let's mess, he got brought up. I was like, let's mess with Perez and tell him I'm over Tim with this new number. So I'm like, hey, it's it's Jeff. This is my new number, <laughs> whatever. Do you want to play a practice round tomorrow? And he's like, and I think they had just played with each other. And Pat was like complaining to me about Jeff, you know, maybe whining about a shot or something. And I was, just, we were just messing around. So he's like, no, I can't. I got four, you know, whatever. I'm like, oh man. He goes, all right, fine. You know, nine 30. I'll meet you on the tee Tuesday. This is Tuesday morning. So I go out and I play, I like quit after nine or something. I don't think nine goes, it doesn't go back to the clubhouse, but I'm walking up, I'm walking up 18 or something. And I end up going by the putting green and uh, or I'm walking up like number one somehow, and Phil is coming down number one with with Overton, and I'm I'm giggling. I'm like, <laughs> this is so good because he's he, it's like nine nine fifteen, and this is happening. It's perfect timing. So I get on the putting green, and Perez is there, and he like it's the weirdest thing. Like he just it's like he wanted to just come talk to me about this. He just beelines towards me, and he's like, hey, you're not gonna believe. What fucking Jeff did to me? He he told he asked me to play with him tomorrow, and I'm like, yeah, sure, nine thirty. And then he just walks right past me and goes to the first <laughs> team with Phil. Doesn't say anything. I'm like, no way. So <laughs> the next that night, I'm I go to dinner with uh, Martin Floyd. Martin Flores was with me too the night before, and we were messing with him. And we go to dinner again the next night, and I'm telling him about it, and we are just. We're, in, we're we're peeing ourselves, you know, and I'm like, let's keep messing with him. So, so 
I text Pat and I'm like, Hey man, sorry about bailing on you today. And he's like, Oh, you know, uh, sorry about bailing on you today. Phil asked me to play and I, I can't turn that down. And he, and Pat's like, Oh, you know, probably said something like fuck Phil or, you know, fuck, you know, I got, <laughs> you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, it's Phil. He's got all the experience. So I got fucking experience, you know, whatever. <laughs> so then I'm like, Hey, do you care if, do you, I'm looking at houses out in Phoenix. Do you care if I come stay with you, you know, in a few weeks? And he's like, yeah, sure. Just let me know when. It was unbelievable. So I kind of dropped it that night. The next day, they take a ferry over. I could have had this going for a little bit. And the next day, they took a uh, the ferry over, the same ferry, and Pat, like, went up to him and was like, hey, why, you know, fucking, thanks for fucking bailing on me yesterday or something like that. And and Jeff's like, what are you talking about? And then they figured it out. They, they figured it out. <laughs> I love that story. That's yeah. fantastic. All right, Matt, well, thanks for coming to the Kill House tonight and helping us wrap up uh, yeah. Bay Hill. TC, you have I do want to give hand. a shout-out to uh, one of our newest young hitter, Lauren Coughlin. Low round of the day-to-day on the Symmetra Tour. Down in Winter Haven, the Florida's Natural. I think the it's, it, it's, it's an orange juice sponsor. Great tea markers. But she's I think she's solo third. How many young hitters solo do you fourth? have? Probably over half a dozen now. Yeah, yeah, we're getting up there. Brandon Matthews got a you got the nod for sponsors exemption this week. He could drive number six. Yeah, yeah. He if could. he could have, if he had the right win today, yeah. yeah, keep on the planet. He definitely should have should have tried for that. This Matt, week. you're welcome to be one of our middle aged hitters, <laughs> 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 miscellaneous hitters, whatever you know. <laughs> yeah, you're like 33, right? Exactly. So, yeah, sure. all right. Thanks for coming over, and uh, thank you everyone for listening. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. <laughs>